Okay, let's keep this simple. The elections are coming up. If you need any information, go to nerdsvote.com. Take your time, do your research, but vote. You are now crossing over into the land of Nowhere, California. And if you enjoy your experience on this journey, you can find us by searching Nowhere, California on all the popular podcast players. You can even ask Alexa and just say, hey, Alexa, play Nowhere, California. And while you guys are there, give us a like or review. And if you really just can't get enough of us, you can find us on all the great popular social medias and our own website, NowhereCalifornia.com. Or you can email us, Nowhere underscore California at Yahoo.com. Last stop, Nowhere, California, where ideas are everywhere and voices are nowhere. This is Josh. This is Doug. And welcome to Nowhere, California, Halloween edition. Hey, it's one of my favorite times of the year. It's anniversary fun. episode and Halloween episode. Luckily, we got the anniversary episode finally out of the way. Okay. I didn't know if you needed a edit point. Um, no, you just need to give me a moment to be able to compose myself. <laughs> just got to clean up. Our, our, our anniversary was in August, and I barely got the last part of it done in October. I know. <laughs> just, it's, it's, it's the one problem with being as time-consumed as... I mean... Adults are always going to have time-consuming things in their life, but it just seems like you, me, and Nick have like that little extra. Uh, and it's been a lot on my plane this rails. year. Yeah. Well, you completely changed everything about your day and career and my room, as you can tell. Yeah. So we uh, we're gonna go ahead and not bury the lead for next year's episode for Halloween. Because it was actually supposed to be this year's topic, but it is way too good to try to do an under it, crunch. Yeah, Doug busted this topic out to me like a day ago, and I was really trying to figure out something, but then I was like, you know what, no. One, need more time, yeah. and then also two, conspicuous by his absence, I think Nick would kill to be a part of that episode yes, too. Yeah, the topic and, idea is... And then we could also tell him the topic now, and then he could plan to be here next year. Yes, because we're gonna we're actually gonna save this topic for next year. You guys are already gonna know what next year's Halloween episode is about. This topic is like thirty eight hours old. Like I just came up with this concept. Yeah. Um, we all are going to plan our own haunted theme attraction night. Um, in the vein of uh, Halloween Horror Nights, not Scary Farm, Castle Dark, or whatever your state slash country's version of that is. Uh. So we have some rules with that. We won't we won't share them now. Yeah, I had, like the thing that stumped me. I was trying to figure out like what kid thing can I fuck up into a horror thing. Oh, okay. That's the thing that slowed me down. Like I had figured out like, ooh, you know what? I have a theater stage where we'll have half the day would be Sweeney Todd being performed on the stage, and yeah. the other half would be Repo the Genetic Opera. Nice. My biggest thing was the just trying to just narrow down the IPs I wanted to use. Yeah, that's the hard part because also I wanted to figure out like a under the radar horror. Right, because your defaults everybody thinks you know Freddy, Michael, you know Leatherface, Chucky, Pinhead, what have you. And I'm like, okay, well, one, if I was to actually ever truly build this thing, that's a way expensive get. So let's pretend that I don't have Universal Studios budget, and let's plan accordingly. Like, so, I was yeah. plotting a tusk maze. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. Getting See, chased I was by a freaking human warrior. See, I was talking, I, I had the idea of a terrifier walkthrough. Ooh. Like, a, not, not a maze maze, but a zone. 
That's cool. Um, with Art the Clown. But yeah. Um, so we're getting that. We're, we're already getting into next year's stuff. Yeah. So, so we'll, we'll put a pin on that. We'll put it on the cork board. So one year from now. Yeah. Be prepared for Nowhere California's Haunted Attractions. Yes. So, but in, in every Halloween episode is such a joy to do because I talk about Halloween constantly even outside of halloween you talk about an arbor day i flag day yeah. right shit it's 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 just kind of to me like as commercial law i mean don't get me wrong halloween itself is a commercialized holiday oh yeah we know this it's it's the it's the spooky equivalent of valentine's day as as commercialized as halloween is because it really is a commercial holiday it's it's a hundred percent a commercial holiday at this point yeah it's candy time. Yeah, it's the goth. It's goth Valentine's Day. Essentially. Pretty much, you know. Um, but as commercialized as it is, it kind of still feels like the last pure holiday we have left in the U.S. And that is very true because there, like every holiday you can think of, really has some stupid commercial spin to it. Yes, Halloween does have like costumes, trick or treating, candy, theme park attractions, and all that stuff too. But there's still the mythos the world of halloween right to it yeah and there's not really a mythos or anything towards ooh earth day yeah and <laughs> could you imagine if there was an earth day mythos we should do that. <laughs> we should write the background of earth day yeah some like ancient warrior or something but you know all the other holidays oh later i need to tell you my idea for a sequel for abraham lincoln vampire hunter oh shit uh donald trump vampire king Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah, oh, basically, from what I pin together in my head, like, the first lines of the book will have to be, this is a satire. Yeah. <laughs> but then afterwards, it'll say something to the effect of, as this is a satire, it also is protecting the people from the truth of what blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> Just know. so Trump can't do anything. God, fucking hell. But enough um, Yeah, enough about <sighs> that fucking asshole. Stores, you know, for for other holidays, Christmas being one of them, the hugest one. Yeah. You know, it, it's all about it's all about how the holiday affects business. Oh yeah. Everything is about the the Christmas sale Whoa. and and our business. You need our business for Christmas. Like I'm. Still six months removed, but still, like, I'll walk into Target or something and yeah. still get that freaking nauseous feeling of, oh, there's still Halloween stuff up in September. Wait, there's Christmas shit, too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just, it takes over. But Halloween, as much as it's a commercial thing, it's almost kind of the opposite direction. Instead of businesses trying to say, you need our business for your Christmas, it's... Hey, everybody, it's Halloween. Come celebrate Halloween yeah. with us. Everything, all other holidays seem so commercially driven for profit, while Halloween kind of still seems like a celebratory holiday. That's true. It, but from, like I was saying, the my retail uh, hell, Yeah. Um, it's basically that start of that fourth quarter. Yeah. Like, you get the back-to-school stuff, and it, like I said before, when back-to-school hit, it was all downhill from there. Yeah. And then you get into Halloween, and it's really, like, that's when it's going to non-stop. Like, yeah. from Halloween on yep. is going. So, it, it's still that moment of, like, ooh, celebrating everything, but, like, with Black Friday and Christmas, 
stores are like, oh, this is going to get us our nut for the rest of the year. Yeah, 100%. And don't get me wrong, I'm not, I'm not accusing the businesses of, of anything other than just doing what's best for business. Yeah. It's just, we're never going to get new holidays, you know, and, you know, at least nothing as substantial as a mythos holiday like Christmas, Thanksgiving, well, like Halloween. Recently, uh, Juneteenth. Became yeah. a national holiday. Yeah. And you saw really quickly how some stores tried to cash in. Oh, yeah. And it blew up directly in their fucking faces. Yeah, because we've already lost the ability to save Christmas from commercialization. Yeah. It's gone. That that commercialization happened like 1865. We were fucked since Jump Street. Yeah, as soon as those polar bears drank that Coke. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's so funny? Is so much money went into the animations for those and that was their campaign for fucking years yeah and then just one day they were done with it and then you never saw polar bears and then they're trying to bring them back but for the first two years they never made a new cartoon oh yeah it was still just the same old fucking animation from 97 well it's like nostalgia it's all nostalgia <laughs> yeah yeah I mean that's the whole reason we're having requels at this point you yeah. know so you know but the the I think kind of the one aspect of Halloween that makes everybody kind of enjoy it more than say Christmas or or Thanksgiving or Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day. You get a gift on Christmas. The idea is you know gift giving. Yeah. But on Halloween, the entire purpose is begging for food, begging for candy. Yeah. You know, and 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 you get given candy and you don't have to do anything for it. No, you gotta dress up. Well, yeah, but then that's also cool too because you're dressing up. Yeah, so, like I've had kids show up to the door like teenagers not really dressed up and I give them a look of like, really guys? I mean, I will still give those guys at least one piece oh, of yeah. candy. But I'll give them grief. You know, but I absolutely, I'll be like, what are you, skater boy? Yeah. You know, but I, I... Captain No Try? Yeah, Captain No Try. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't turn away. I, I won't ever turn away a kid at a door. If oh, God, no, yeah. Even if it's, I could tell that the kid didn't put any fucking effort in. You know, still, I'll give you at least one piece, but you'll uh, get the fucking wax paper shit. Oh, then uh, then I'll give those random, like, loner kid yeah. that's by himself, and if it's a slow night, I'll hook them up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The one, the one kid that trick-or-treats that I really like is the one kid who's there as everything's wrapping up, you know, and he's a little bit older, but he let all the young kids go. But he's in a, he or she's in like a kick-ass, oh, yeah. fucking dope as shit costume. And you're like, good on you. Open your fucking bag, bitch. It's kind of like a uh, Greg Barrett uh, yeah, bit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Greg Barrett, yeah. That, that, Greg Barrett's riff on trick-or-treating, if, if, if you are a fan of Halloween as much as we are, and you're a fan of stand-up comedy... Look up Greg Greg Barron's riff on trick or treating. It's in the uncool special. It's in the uncool special. Yeah, it is great, and it's kind of him and Adam Green's notion of full size candy bars has made me want to that when Monique and I do finally get our own place, that's a permanent yeah. spot. Where kids don't have to hike the Appalachian Trail to get to your house. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. Right, I know, shit, man. If we got a trick-or-treat at our house, I'd be confused. Um, I'm going to be the full-size candy bar guy. If you got a trick-or-treat at your house, you'd be worried if it was Sam. That, exactly, yeah. Because the amount of shit that they would have to get through just to get to my parents' front door, that's a lot. Yeah. yeah it, you know what? Honestly, if a, kid, if a kid can figure out how to get to my front door, I will 
go get the frozen turkey out of the freezer and give <laughs> yeah. him that, man. Because, like, you've been in my parents' house, yes. you know. <laughs> Shit. So what's funny about the, the riff on trick-or-treating, talking about all that stuff, is the... And I'm sure you've seen the memes now of people joking around about checking candy. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, oh well, that's every year. Hey, parents, make sure to check the kids' candy, because I just saw a whole-ass gangster in here. It's yeah. like a CG gang member just sitting or like, in a candy bar. Or ripping up in a Snickers and it's a freaking switchblade. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. What's funny is there has never actually been a what could be considered a crisis of poisoned candy. Oh, yeah, no, there's never been. Yeah. There have been instances, because I, I did, uh, prior to even coming up with, with what you talk about on the show... Years ago, I did my own research about, like, hey, has there ever been documented cases of, a, of, of, a, of an outbreak of poison candy? There hasn't. And the cases in which somebody got poisoned or found a blade or whatever in there were never chalked up to malicious intent to strangers on Halloween. It was candy it was, foreplay. Well, it was <laughs> using candy giving as a way to target this person to eat poison. Yeah. They were going for somebody else, but it got mixed up. Exactly, you know. Or, it's, it's like or the I, fun story of when kids get given the freaking edible gummy bears, right? Which they say is going to happen, but what self-respecting person who purchases gummies is going to waste ten dollars on dropping a pot gummy in a kid's basket? Yeah. I fuck no, I'm keeping my drugs, you yeah. know. Which, by the way, on 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 that side note, for just half a second. Dare made it seem like I was going to get offered drugs around every fucking street corner. I've walked. I lived in Hollywood. I've walked around those sketchy street corners. I've been encouraged to do keto and P90X more than I've been offered drugs. Hell, you get offered Scientology more than drugs. <laughs> That's an episode we've never we've never talked about Scientology in an extended we, conversation. We got, I think we got a religion episode. Oh, that would be fun. We should go back and find all of our recordings that we did of calling the Westboro Baptist. Oh, God, so, that fun shit. So, yeah, there's never been an actual crisis where that's happened. Yeah. It's always just been one-off cases. Um, but the, the actual kind of documented first idea that... Your, your candy's being poisoned is traced back to the 19th century when factory when when towns stopped producing their own goods and candy and food and yeah. everything was made locally and it started becoming commercialized products you know factory things the locals would use though you don't know where that's from it could be poisoned as a way to get people to still continue to buy locally and then it just ramped up and ramped up, and then doc dentists were using it as a way to get people to not eat candy. Yeah. You know, and so it's, it's just... Like, it's, it's kind of the Bigfoot effect. Exactly. I swear I saw him. It's a Mandela thing. Yeah. You know, someone who knows someone who knows someone had a razor blade in their apple. Yeah. You know, it's this, it's, it's, it, you know, but that's the thing, too, is it's like... You know, you ask somebody if, if, hey, you know, the poison candy. Oh, yeah, my uncle's 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 friend's brother's dog walker. Yeah. You know, that happened to them. But you put everybody in a room and tell them to raise your hand if you've had poison candy, and you're going to see a lot of hands in laps. No one, yeah. it's, it's not a thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
it, it's more just like you said it's the dentist uh hoping people will switch it up like that yeah. one episode of bob's burgers where the kids are getting their candy stolen yep. and it's dr yeah dr yeah yep yeah and he's like nobody it's just taking me up on my cash for candy offer see what's so funny is you would think a dentist would want people eating candy because it would rot the shit out of their teeth and then keep they them would, busy yeah but also, so, if there was a dentist that was doing cash for candy, I'd, yeah. it, I, I'd be telling, I'd be telling my nieces and nephew, get some money, let's get some toys. Yeah, let's let's let's, let's game this plan. You yeah. Know? But I did did your parents check your candy after trick or treating? You know what? Instead of guessing, I went and asked my mom. Nice. And I was completely wrong because she finally said we were not allowed to touch her candy until it was checked. Oh, okay. And then she told me this interesting piece of info. When she was younger, living in Mariloma, her and her friends, and this is like in the 70s, went trick-or-treating. Mm-hmm. My grandma, her mom, was a stickler for checking everything. Yeah. There was a razor blade and an apple. <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, she said that. I was like, holy crap! Yeah, <laughs> wow, way to be meta, mom. Yeah. <laughs> She threw that. I'm glad I stuck around for that part. I was like, shit. Nice. <laughs> so yeah, my parents, there was a reported case. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There's one of them. My uh, my parents checked my candy, too, with the notion that, you know, it could be poison. Even at eight years old, I, I was like, if it's poisoned, how is looking at it going to tell you? Well, if the wrapper seems tampered with or just something seems off. Right. And, 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 and I agree. Like, you know, it obvious signs of of, of of that but again it kind of boils down to no one's going to throw ecstasy pills in your kids because no one's going to want to waste their drugs on a kid and I think that's exactly you it. know it's like, like if someone's really wanting to poison you do you really think they're really wanting to send out poison candy you think they're just going to half haphazardly wrap it all back up but no. then also from our knowledge of movies and just random fucking ass knowledge with yeah. us most poisonings happen to people that know the person. Right, yes. Yeah, yeah there's never It's more your parents are going to go like, oh, let me see that piece of candy. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got to check your candy for poison as I inject the poison into your tootsie Yeah, bowl. but that's probably the key thing there. Instead of poisoning, it's probably more razors yeah. in there or something malicious to that effect. Right, yeah, and the notion that you... I mean, nowadays, we, as even when we were kids... Someone was to hand us an apple. None of us would have thought to take a fucking bite of it. Well, uh, because... also nowadays too, if somebody freaking gave me an apple. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, like I just chucked that shit out. Like, it's like, what? You want to give me a box of raisins next? Right. You just gonna give me some pencils and a mini Bible? Yeah. You know, like, where's your but... hell house? <laughs> <laughs> so my pants check my candy too, and I, I still check candy. I I check I used to check Mike my, my my little brother Michael I used to check his candy when he went trick or treating I still check Will's candy when we do trunk or treats I still check Anakin and Addie's candy when well, we lived in the fuck time now well that and mostly I just check it for fucking sanitary reasons and that's true too because you'll pull out candy and then there's like a half unwrapped piece of candy. That's been sitting in the bottom of a bag, getting touched by other candy that was touched by other hands and is touched by other things and all that. So I check my kids' candy now for purely sanitary Well, yeah, reasons. there's probably the half-assed person that still has a freaking Tootsie Roll bag from, like, 1982 that's like, oh, I still have a couple in here. Yeah. 
you, you know, what's funny is they'd be throwing money into your bag because like a vintage candy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, you know, and, and what's so, I, it, that kind of reminds me of a thought I had yesterday, and it's a quick side tangent again, because this is nowhere. Yeah. Half the episodes are side tangents. How long, and, 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 and American Pickers made me think of this. You'll see these guys go into these barns and pull out all these things, and they grab a thing, and it's, you know, a hunk of metal, and they're like, oh, this is a clown toy from this year, and this is worth a lot of money, and it's just a hunk of metal. You know, it's just, yeah. How how much time has to go by of an item to go from being old junk to worth to vintage worth? It, it really depends on the item and yeah. the the company that it comes from. If it was during a certain era, like, like the Depression era, or like during a war, yeah. And if it, the toy is actual metal during yeah. wartime, metal is very scarce. Yep. So, you know, it's a rarity there. Yeah. Or even the reverse of it. It's like, oh, during wartime, they made basketballs out of tires. Yeah. And if you still have a tire basketball, yeah. it may be worth something. Yeah. So it's like the question got asked on Reddit one day of um, archaeologists of Reddit, what's the kind of agreed upon time of how long a person's buried from a, to go to grave robbing to archaeology. <laughs> and the guy actually, this person actually comes and said, archaeologists here, this is actually a much contended point amongst archaeologists, but everybody kind of agrees that 120 years, after 120 years, ba- unburying a person and then taking things from them to display in a museum is not grave robbing anymore. It's archaeology. But anything kind of considered before 120 years is... Amongst the archaeologist community, considered grave robbing. That sounds logical. That's legit. Yeah, yeah. I, it's, yeah. At what point does it become, you know, stop being grave robbing and is is you know archaeology? So yeah, I going back going back to candy. I refuse when I am checking candy. I refuse to give my kid a candy if the wrapper is partially open. Oh yeah, no. If it's ripped in any way. Oh. I it's, that's that's every red flag from sanitary to yeah. possible yeah. poisoning or just random just disgusting. Yeah, and uh, and and Even my if kid it's is just, still my kid's still a booger eater, so it's yeah. not like I'm saving him from much cuz that kid will eat his boogers. You know, he's on the he, he he's not you know, he's a kid. It's, it's, yeah, you know, so, it doesn't matter what's right. going on with kids. Yeah. Kids eat boogers. Yeah, so he's eating, so he's eating boogers. No, my niece has a freaking habit of like running around naked now. Yeah, and unfortunately, that means freaking poo. Yep. Somewhere. Yep. Oh poo. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I I just think now candy inspection really is just kind of generally for sanitation purposes because yeah, again, like also too. Well, we live in an era of COVID still. True. Yeah. And what and in and, and, and what reality are you going to end up with tainted candy? In, in a movie reality, that, that I mean and that I mean and that's but, it. but that's the whole thing. But also too, like we talked about before, we lived in a fucked world too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Hell, like my mom even told me the razor and the apple in the seventies. Yeah. And that was Mariloma. Yeah. So fuck with Mariloma. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, imagine fucking high desert in 2022. Yeah. That's why That's why now I've really, I mean, I... But like you also said, too, like, it would, it would have to be just straight up poisoning. It wouldn't be, like, putting drugs or anything, because most drug users are going to be like, no. Yeah, I'm not giving my drugs to that kid. 
I'll give it to my own kid so I can watch him trip balls. Exactly, yeah. If I'm putting a $5 gummy in a kid's basket, I'm putting it in my own kid's basket. <laughs> yeah, to see what happens. But also, too, that's a $5 gummy that I want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not like... Again, you know, drugs aren't exactly cheap and easy to procure. Yeah. So no one's going to drop a couple hundred bucks of drugs into people's Yeah, candies. nobody's going to buy a kilo of cocaine and be like, ooh, I can separate this into freaking pixie sticks. Oh, God. That would be so hilarious if someone's someone got busted buying a kilo, and during the during the interrogation, they had said that they had, their sole intention of buying the kilo of cocaine was to make pixie sticks yeah. for kids, which is really funny because they'd be eating it, not snorting it. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's still no, yeah, some of an effect. Well, you've seen the people that rub it on their teeth oh. and all that crap. Yeah. Like the scene in uh, Rules of Attraction with Jessica Biel and Shannon oh, yeah. Sossaman. Yeah, that whole, so, whole yeah. Um, but it's uh, I I I do like the fact that the concept of poison candy has become such a joke that now it's almost impossible that you're gonna get poison candy. Yeah. Because everybody knows that that's a possibility now. So it's almost it's it's almost impossible. Well, it's like the scene in Trick or Treat, the principal and the little shit that's breaking jack o' lanterns, distilling oh, yeah. candy and everything. He poisons the kid. Yeah. But it's basically like, oh, I'm your principal, so I'm going to kill you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and again, one that was a targeted thing. He needed that kid for the sacrifice. So yeah. much because there are there, I do have some 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 documented cases of people getting tainted candy, but they are all correlated to somebody targeting that person the funniest one in my opinion out of all these wasn't actually poison yeah but people were poisoned it's the act of poisoning um a doctor a dentist in 1959 in rhode island uh gave out laxatives that's funny <laughs> came out when he fucking handed out laxatives that's cool. I'm like, all right. So the act of poisoning, but you know, yeah. Basically, basically, it's like, okay, you're gonna rot your teeth. But I'm gonna have some fun with this. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and then everything else is just somebody. Well, there's still, there's still like, uh, it's a medical drug. I can never remember the damn name of it. Every so often, I'll run across this episode of Mash or like ER or something. Mm -hmm. If it's ingested, it turns your urine blue. Oh shit! I always want to get my hands on it just to fuck with people. Oh yeah, and just. I didn't even take it myself. Nice girl. <laughs> Look, I got blue bean. Well, how many... Okay, what was your... I'm not, not counting, like, random one-off times if you maybe went out at, like, 18 or 19 as a joke with your friends. Oh, no, I, I your, stopped. Uh, I, I remembered when I stopped. I was at some church activity, and I wanted to be in the mix because I was stuck at this church activity. Yeah. And they're like, you're too old. And I'm like, he's my same age, and you guys are letting him. Yeah. And, and they gave me some stupid excuse. I'm like, uh, screw this. Yeah. But also, too, time with me kind of got to the point where I'm like, fuck this. Yeah. But where were you going to ask? What? Uh, how old you were when you stopped? What was your last year of trick-or-treating? You, if you can kind of... I'd say early teens. It so was like, probably like, I'd say 12 or 13. Mm-hmm. And where I was just kind of like, I'm good. Yeah. It, because also, too, like, I think... A year or two before that, I would go out trick-or-treating in my grandma's mobile home park by myself, and I was just like, this kind of sucks by yourself. Yeah. Trick-or-treating, you do, you, you, if you're not into the holiday yourself, like, obsessively, or, like, you are 
100% focused on your costume, you need to trick-or-treat with people, because otherwise it's weird and boring. Yeah, exactly. And then, moment yeah. of silence? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my friends and I, um, we stopped at, I was 12, Denny was 13, um, and then Steve was 11. We Just the way our birthdays fell... We all were kind of the opposite ages of each other, but we're all in the same class because the way our birthdays fell. Yeah. Um, we stopped because of potential safety issues. Oh, shit. I'm just I'm, I'm being dramatic. No, um, so uh, the last year we went trick-or-treating. There's a flasher on the loose. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. We, uh, we destroyed an ankle the last year we... Uh, uh, let me guess. Was it your ankle? No, it oh, was wow. not my ankle. No, we. Uh, it was myself, my you friends. Accident pro motherfuckers. <laughs> I, dude, it is insane how accident prone I am. It, it, honestly, the fact that I haven't died yet just by pure accident is weird. That's a whole other episode. That's a whole other episode of how many times Doug has almost died. Yeah. Um, we. It was myself, my friend Steve. Um, uh, my friend Denny, um, and then my brother, who was entirely too old to be going with us, but he wanted yeah, to go with us. He yeah, it's good to have the food. adult, well, the uh, we, older kid with yeah, you. And we, you know, and it was also too, it was just he had nobody to hang out with until later because he was 15 at this point, so everything for 15 year olds is like later in the day. Yeah. Um, so we. Hell hunt. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't Bob Burger, it was a hell hunt or whatever. Pea balloons and all that crap. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember if it was Hell Hunt or... Just watch a Bob's Burger episode of Halloween. They always have good Halloween episodes. Yeah, Bob's Burger's Halloween episodes are great. I do. I do. And my favorite is Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. And, uh, <laughs> the Dragon with the Girl Tattoo. Yeah, Dragon with the Girl Tattoo. And then for... for um, Gene is uh, Queen Latifah and her ITY face. Yeah. <laughs> and then my ultimate favorite is Peter Pan's Labyrinth. <laughs> that one is the best. And I want to get a tattoo of, of Louise with the hands yeah. thing, and I want to get that and stuff out. Another random Bob's Burger episode to mention is when they had a uh, fucking the worms episode. When they, when they had worms. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, and my therapist was the one that previewed me to that episode because I kind of, I don't have time to watch shit. Right. And she was like, oh, there's an episode where Jean gets worms. I'm like, what? Yeah, that was a hilarious episode. <laughs> Do tell. And as she was telling me about it, I'm thumbing through my phone and I'm like, oh, it's season 11, episode 3. Nice. Because <laughs> I just Googled Gene with worms. Gene with worms. <laughs> <laughs> so go, to, to, to go back to the story, because I took us off on a tangent again, yeah. um, we were, we were trick-or-treating around our, our neighborhood. Um, we were on the other side of the, of the main road by our area. We were on the other side of it, um, but we were walking down the road. At this point, it was probably maybe 8, 8.30 at night. You know, still relatively early, um, but dark outside. And so this was in 1996, and it was residential. So no streetlights yeah. whatsoever, and we only had the moon and people's, you know, Random porch lights. lights and stuff and whatnot. So we're walking, and, you know, we're all in our costumes, Um walking and talking and up ahead i see a car very far away really far away but close enough that hey i'm gonna inform the group guys just a car coming we should pick a side of the road to stand on until they pass and we'll keep walking so i just go car <laughs> and nobody nobody acknowledges that i've said a damn thing yeah so i wait about 
probably three to four seconds, you know, because you can't wait too long. The car's yeah. coming out. Yeah. I wait about three to four seconds, and I go, car, again, nobody's acknowledging that I've even said a damn thing. So I go, car, and at this point, now we are in, like, okay, we need to make a decision now, because if we wait too much longer, we're going to have to jump out of the way of this car. So there's still plenty of time at this point, yeah. but it's getting to the wire. So finally, I go, guys, a car. And because they hadn't been paying attention, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it's just Doug going, guys, a car. My friend, not even paying attention, freaked out, as, as one would, and, and made complete sense. He goes, oh, fuck. And starts running across, down, across the street to, to, to get to the side of the road so he doesn't get by a car. Would have been fine. Except the side of the road that he chose on, the chose, was the side that the guy's property lined up with a rain path for the way the road set. That rainwater would run by his house, so he dug his own aqueduct on the side of his house. Oh God! So Steve goes taking off, runs, and just ends up in the aqueduct in this guy's yard and breaks his fucking ankle. Oh shit! That would be a good reason to be so, like, you know what? We can buy our candy. <laughs> so here's the uh, here's the exact terminology wording that how it went down. Now all this feels like it took place over like a minute and a half, two minutes. This was probably all in about seventeen seconds. So we got car, 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 guys, a car. Ow, fuck. <laughs> or yeah, oh fuck. Oh, my ankle! And it was just a fucking shitstorm from there. Luckily, Denny was a hockey player that year and had rollerblades on, and we were only about maybe a quarter of a mile from our respective houses. So he just fucking booked ass on his fucking rollerblades to Steve's house, and we had to explain to his mom, yeah, your yeah. son's... Your son ain't shooting some dude yeah. in aqueduct. And so it... it, it it, it, and you're in the background going, I told him a car. Yeah. It, no, and that's, I mean, and that's what it was, too. It, it was, it was honestly, it was just a bullshit mistake on everybody's part. Oh, yeah. You know, and it was one of those things that once we all hung out again the next time, it became an immediate joke. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and luckily, you know, this was in a time where, you know, parents were a bit more respectful of other parents. And nobody got mad. Yeah. No, like his parents, I, I loved his parents. His parents were so good to me. His parents didn't get mad at my parents and try to blame me and say like, oh, you guys need to, you know. No. We were kids hanging out. Yeah. A kid did a dumb thing because we're kids doing dumb things and broke his ankle. And I just remember because now all you hear about are parents trying to sue other parents for something that their kid did. Yeah. And I just, I, I go, I just go, man, like. The parents of my friends that I had around are just so much different than what you read about now. Well, it's weird. Like, my friend, my best friend in the second grade that I haven't talked to in several decades. Yeah. I still talk to his parents whenever I cross paths with them. Nice. Hell, I was better friends with his sister than him. Yeah, and that, yeah, that happens. Yeah. And, it, yeah. So it's weird, like, the childhood friends that still linger. Yeah, the, the, they got a weird, like, some way, some tangential way, you're, you're still connected to them. Yeah, I think yeah. the last time I heard from him was when my email was read on Hollywood Babylon. I think it was when Ralph read... Uh, saying the pin, pineapple pineapple pin is Ed Wynn. 
I remember that. That yeah. was the episode that I that I went to with you, right? No, we oh. no, that was just an episode. Oh, okay. And all of a sudden, I get a message on Facebook from this guy going like, "They said Josh Gilmore from Hesperia," and, and he's like, "I only know one." <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, well, yep, drop your line. Yeah, there he is. Yeah, so that was the last year we trick or treated because I'm one. Good reason. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, by the next year, Danny was 14, I was 13, Steve was 12, my brother was 16. Everybody got pubes. It, yeah, well, yeah, pubes, <laughs> girls, and then it was. You were really, yeah. you were agreeing with me before I even finished saying it. <laughs> yeah, pubes. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, we got pubes. So, but it was really kind of just do. It, there was sort of a two percent factor of the of the decision of do we really want to risk breaking another ankle? <laughs> Very true. So you know, but I I don't I personally have my own age in my brain that I think uh, that children should stop trick or treating uh, as a standard trick or treating. Like, don't get me wrong. If you want trick or treat, trick or treat. No, yeah. You're fucking fifty years old. I don't give a shit. But to me, kind of the teenage years, that, that window of 11 to 13. Yeah, I was thinking 15 would be kind of that cutoff point. Yeah, to me, it's where, you, it's where the trick-or-treating stops becoming about you and starts becoming about everybody else. Yeah. So if you still want to trick-or-treat, great, but make your trick-or-treat part of somebody else's. Yeah, rope some people into it. And yeah, just make it a night. thing. Yeah. yeah. Not just so, going like, I want candy. Yeah. It's, because you're, you're old enough at that point to be like, I got like five bucks. I can go buy a bag of candy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I don't have so, to beg people for it. But I do believe that at any point, anybody can trick or treat if they want to. Yeah. You know, especially if you put on a costume. That's kind of my one caveat to if you're an older person trick or treating. You Make have to attempt. wear a costume. Yeah. Don't just throw on you know street clothes and and just you know walk around and get candy. I'll still give you a piece of candy. I still will because I'll never reject giving someone candy on Halloween. Yeah. But. To me, if you're a young adult, a teen or young adult or adult, and you're going to trick-or-treat, it's almost, you almost have to do more, in my opinion. Like, if an adult is going to go trick-or-treat, I don't want to see them walking around in, like, a grocery bag with the word costume written on it or something. Yeah. Like, you almost need to, like, cosplay. Yeah, it's like Dance for Me Monkey. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, like an adult trick-or-treating should bring the trick part of the trick-or-treat in there. Without destruction of property. Exactly. <clears throat> because that's usually what the trick is. But I, I do know that I will be the full-size candy bar guy. And yeah. I... Because I'll, I'll plan way in advance. Oh, yeah. I'll buy... You know, every pay. I'll starting in like August. I'll buy like one box of candy bars every paycheck until just before Halloween. Just go to Costco. Well, that's what I meant. Like yeah. one box, like one big box. Yeah. Well, because that's the thing too. Is if, if well, if you're gonna do that, you might as well just set the money aside and then just go buy the boxes like in October, so you don't have just candy sitting around your right. house. Right. <laughs> that. Well, that or just in general, just be like, well, that melted. Yeah. Because if I if if my goal of what I want to do with the false against candy bar works, I want it to be known, not just in the neighborhood. But, like, I want to be, like, the rumored one at schools in the area of, like, I heard that that guy gives out full-size candy bars. Yeah, and he watches weird porn. He watches weird porn. <sighs> Why do we get into candy bars? <laughs> <laughs> God, man. Oh, jeez. Just made it a crime. <laughs> yeah, this just, this just went from touching tribute to, like, touching Touch children. Kids. <laughs> touching toddlers. God. On uh, that note, <laughs> I swear the episode's not going to be called The Great Pumpkin Touches Toddlers Charlie Brown. <laughs>
<laughs> the Great Pumpkin puts in some effort. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I already know the title, but that'll be yeah. when people see this episode. See, now, I'm really excited for having my own trick-or-treaters when we do get our own place. Um, I've never... the I've only... I've only ever lived, really, besides my childhood home, and living on my own, I've only ever lived in two places that really could get trick-or-treaters. Um, and one of those places, I did not live there during October. Yeah. I was there I was there for less than a year, and I had moved in after October and moved out prior to the next October. Um, and then the other one was when I was living at my... When my brother and I took over my grandparents' house after they moved out and moved up here. And that was in a uh, you know, totally pure residential neighborhood in Ranch Cucamonga. But it was also kind of at the time when trunk or treats were becoming Yeah, the more safe popular. alternative. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, like I think trunk or treats are the way to go now because safe alternative. Yeah. You know, I don't, can't trust motherfuckers in a random neighborhood. Yeah, exactly you know? it. But I I I've never really lived in a place where I I could have trick or treaters. So when I do finally set roots somewhere and have a place, that first Halloween, as long as finances are okay, that yard is getting decorated as fuck. Yeah, I wouldn't expect anything less. <laughs> and there's going to be full-size candy bars just raining down on yeah. children. You know, so I, I'm, I'm excited. I want, I want, I want to be that. I want to be the rumored full-size candy bar. Well, I'm town. figuring the same way. Like, it, I don't know if I've said it on here or anything like that, but I don't want kids. I don't want any kids. But I know when Halloween rolls around, I want to be that person yeah. that kids are like, it's that dude. It's that guy. <laughs> yeah. He is the good shit. <laughs> right, because you, you kind of got three choices with, with Halloween. You're either just a normal house in the neighborhood where you're there, they ring your doorbell, you have a piece of candy, maybe two, and then that's it. Or... You're the guy, the, 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 the Grinch in town uh, for Halloween. Nobody wants to come to your house because they're scared of your house. Your old your old man Gilmore is, <laughs> is weird. I don't want to go to his house. Or you're what we want to do, which is the, holy shit, we're going to old man Gilmore's house first, or old man Porter's house first, and we're getting full-size candy bars. They live next door to each other. We get the good shit. <laughs> You brought the multiple costumes, right? <laughs> just, just change in the driveway and go back. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I want to know what your favorite costume was for trick or treating. Ah, oh, fuck. For trick or treating. I mean, well, you don't cosplay, so I can't. Well, yeah, that's the whole thing. Like when I, when I trick or treated, it wasn't anything spectacular. Right. You I know? mean, I know that. Well, but, no, but, and, and like, and none of that. I'd be like, ooh, that was my favorite because, like, for. Several years, I was my dad. Oh, okay. They'd paint a beard on me, and I'd wear nice that, and then do it that way. And then like, um, then or the stupid plastic smock with the freaking plastic mask crap. Yeah. I yeah. think that was like a year or two. Yeah. And then then after that, my mom gave up on that shit, and yeah. I started having to do my own. Like one year, I found this weird alien mask, so I got that. Wore black sweatshirt, black sweatpants, and carried around an axe. Nice. It was my own making. And then another year, I I would I'll leave it at this one because there was other years where I would wore my Boy Scout uniform or my Weeblows uniform. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is easy. Yeah. Um, there was one year where I had a pillowcase where there was a hole ripped into it, so I threw 
with that on had like a belt wrapped around it a couple times and everything made it look like a straight jacket like mm-hmm. puffed out my hair put bags under my eyes and everything and I was mentally insane nice and kind of defeated the purpose because my hands it was really hard to hold the bucket uh, yeah yeah so makes sense. yeah so it was really anything too spectacular but I did it <laughs> yeah I made the attempt <laughs> my favorite costume was much like that kind of hodgepodge costume um one year i went as luke skywalker and from tatooine and how i did it because at that point i was i just started karate yeah i did karate <laughs> i think we um, discussed that on here yeah i was actually kind of good at it i wore my gi and i wore i can't remember what shoes i was wearing but to make it look like i had the leg wraps on yeah we um we took uh, an ace bandage and wrapped nice. my calves to make it look like it. And then to make them white, because in the movie they're off-white, we took streamers. Yeah. We took white streamers and just kind of like blended it a little bit, blended it a little bit. Um, but everything else was just my karate gi and then like I combed my hair. Because this was, um, I was 10 or 11, um, so I still had my blonde hair. So I did the same comb down the middle kind of lean forward look that Luke had. So I was I was Luke Skywalker, but no one got it. Everybody thought I was just in karate uniform. No one got well, it. Oh, you knew what you were. Oh yeah, I knew what I was. That was that's that's all that mattered. Yeah, know? who cares? So, but that was probably my favorite costume because it was like it people was, were asking me, "Are you a pillowcase?" <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, yep. It's like that. You've seen. I'm sure you've seen that photo that goes around now where that kid wanted to be pants one year for Christmas. Oh God! Or not for Christmas for Halloween. Do I redo that one? <laughs> no, nah, it's fine. You can just leave it. And make me sound like an asshole. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a kid who wanted to be pants. So his 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 presumably well, like parent. Like for the longest time, Sean carried around a little pair of like Barbie pants that he played with. It, he just played with the pants. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, they got like a size 4T pants like a like a like a toddler's pants and this kid was small and they just put him in the pants and then cut armholes in the legs and so okay, that's kind of cool and they glued the waistband together up here so his arms stuck out the side and he was a pair of pants they were just they had, that's they had stitched the pants up so they were stiff and glued the waistband together and he was a pair of pants well it's like that one kid that the parents did the led lights and made him into a stick figure oh, yeah which if you're higher drunk and seen that raining down an alley at you you'd shit yourself that'd be hilarious yeah that would be so funny but yes if i if i ever do settle down on a place that shit is gonna be insane nice wrap-up question yeah wrap-up question least favorite halloween candy Fuck candy corn. Thank you. Fucking hell, yes. I was I was thinking in my head, like, as we wrap up the episode, I was going to, after we say our closing thing, I was going to give it, like, two beats and go, fuck candy corn, just yeah. so when Nick listens to it. But Fucking candy corn is disgusting. That's horrible. It's, it's barely a food product. Yeah, it's it's not candy nor corn. <laughs> and right now, Nick is sitting there going, I feel a disturbance in the force. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's just... just Candy corn hate just spreading. But minus candy corn, black licorice. Yeah. Good and plenties. Yeah, good and plenties are kind of. Kind of. Um, really, to me, kind of like the the. <clears throat> my least favorite Halloween candy. But also too, I say black licorice, but I do have a very very torrid past with Jaeger. 
Yeah, but Jaeger. <laughs> it's alcohol. Yeah. You know, I, I, don't, I don't like bananas, but when I was drinking, if someone handed me a banana-flavored drink, I'd eat it. I'd eat it, drink it. You know, so... But Until I you got drunk any, enough to eat it. Right, but I don't drink anymore. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think, to me, my least favorite candy besides candy corn is probably the caramel pumpkins yeah they're from the same brand same companies that make a candy corn they make like a caramel pumpkin yeah it's just it basically anything from brox brox yeah yeah they're the candy corn jackasses yeah b-r-a-c-h-s yeah so yeah. fuck them fuck brox <laughs> yeah, just right now, Nick is just going. No, there's something just wrong. Like, well, he's just, he's just, his skin is just itching. He's just like ah. Or it's funny right now. He's got a huge candy corn craving right now. Oh yeah. Or you get a text from him right now, and he's just like, I know you guys are talking shit about candy corn. Stop it. Stop talking shit about candy corn. It's it's. That's what happens when you're not here. Yeah, we'll talk shit about candy corn. And we'll talk shit about candy corn if you're here. I'll talk shit about candy corn all the time. Yeah. Wax lips, though, that's the ultimate in That's not even candy. Yeah, it's like a decoration, decoration thing. Yeah. It, like yeah, thing. I want to chew wax. It's an, edib- it's, sh- it's an edible toy is what it is. Yeah, pretty it really much. It is. It's, it's, like, and, and it's, it's like, like edible underwear. Can you constitute edible underwear as underwear? Well, like, you know, like edible underwear is more like a fruit roll-up where you actually can eat it. Right. Yeah. Wax, wax lips are freaking like that dollar store toy you buy for your kid when you forget their birthday oh my god <laughs> I can just imagine some asshole like handing out wax lips to kids because he forgot to fucking buy candy yeah. and the only bag of candy he could find was at some little like hole in the Walmart and, and, and then like if it's wax lips or nothing then you go up to the cashier and go can you break this 20 into Quarters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To start here. Yeah, there was a couple a couple years where I would get that from 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 people. Get a you would get um, a quarter with um, a sucker. It's uh-huh. generally what how I would end up how I would end up with it. Where it would be um, uh, a quarter taped to the flat side of the sucker. That's kind of a cool way to do it, you know. So, yeah, but anyways. Yeah, we're, just, we're tangenting, tangenting, tangenting. Yeah. Yeah, so fuck candy corn. Halloween's yeah. the best. Yeah. So, I don't think there's anything else really to say there. Be ready for next year's Halloween episode where yeah. we, we present Nowhere Haunted Attractions. Flash forward to next year when we're like, oh, shit, we forgot. <laughs> what, what were we supposed to do? Oh, I know. We'll remember. Oh, yeah. Because, see, we have a whole year to, to figure this, this shit out. out. And, you know, we might even be able to get Phil roped into this. See, we got a year. Let's, yeah. let's see what we can figure out. Well, with all that being said... You stole my what, fucking line! Hey! <laughs> don't I, yell at me, it's nighttime! I have that shit trademarked. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> this has been Doug. And this has been Josh. And be, be excellent to each other. And fuck candy corn and circus peanuts. I've never had a circus peanut. Lucky you.